Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 514 at scavengerlife.com. I think I feel like I need to preface. Are you ready to go on preface? (laughs) Are you ready to go on a train ride? Again? Because sometimes I feel like I want to... I have a train of thought. Okay. And sometimes you don't like it. Okay, here we go. (laughs) So, the, the season for me is firewood. It is a season of firewood. Yes. I am trying to get all of our firewood chopped and split and stacked before it gets really hot for the yes. for when it gets cold. Right. So hot. if you're stacking and, and chopping firewood when it's hot outside, it it's not sucks. great. Yeah, it's not <laughs> great. So I did some of that this morning. I probably have I saw you doing that. I probably have one more good splitting day. And then a stacking day. And then we'll have wood for the winter time. And I always do like a winter and a half. So Yeah. Um, There's always a little bit left So over. that's a real big part of our scavenging. You know, because our house is small enough where a wood stove can heat up the whole stove. Sometimes I wonder, like, would the it really house. be... Yeah. Would it really... Yeah, the whole house. Would it really be that much more expensive just to, like, have, like, a heat pump for our house? Probably wouldn't... Probably be. Well, we'd have to install it. Yeah. That's an expense. Yeah, I'm just like, but it feels good. As a scavenger, it feels good. And that's the thing, I think, with being a scavenger, some of it is, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, why are we driving two hours to get this refrigerator? Like, why don't oh we... God. Did we even talk about the refrigerator story? No. That was a great story. Yeah, so this this cafe where we've opened... We started with a single refrigerator in our storage building. Yeah, in the roaster And building. we realized we needed like three of them. Yeah. So me and you, over the course of a week, found on Craigslist two fridges. The perfect fridge is 100 bucks each. Great deal. Yes. But each of them was driving basically like four hours round trip, you know. Right, because first of all, it's hard to find a deal. And second of all, it's hard to find right. the exact one you want. Right. And so, you know, this podcast, we talk about eBay a lot, but really, it's really about scavenging, you know? It's like finding the valuable things that society is throwing away or just has too much of, right. uh, you know, like firewood. Like the firewood, I'm not going out into the woods and chopping down a tree. No. I'm, uh, like there's a guy that does lawn care and he cuts down trees. He'll like dump a bunch of, of logs in our yard or... Because he'll have to... He has to find a place to get rid of them right. too. Or like in our yard, we have about an acre and a, there's a lot of trees and I'm always keeping an eye on any dead trees. And if there's a dead tree, we do cut that down. And I think I, we cut down but, two dead trees right. this year. But it's about scavenging, and that's the nice yeah. thing. It's, it's about, like, uh, it really is a good feeling sent to me. Uh, well, it is like resource management, right? Right, Where you're like, I could have just gone to the store. I could have gone to the Home Depot or wherever and bought a fridge. Right. Uh, but and this they person. And they would have come and dropped it off and installed right. it and then taken away the old one. I mean, my God. Now, that would have cost maybe, like, $800. Right. So for a hundred dollars, yeah, and driving and time, but it feels so good, yeah. And you know, and so we talk about eBay because eBay has traditionally been the biggest online flea market. You know, really, it's still it's still the the, the place, yeah, for us to sell the things that you know we have. Um, and I really feel, you know, I'm starting to realize this past year, sixteen months. Uh, 
I've really let my scavenger, uh, its muscles get really weak. You, know? <laughs> you baby. Really? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. When this pandemic first started, I was really getting into online auctions. Yeah. Like a lot of people have now. And now I just don't even, I barely even do it. But we load it up so much. I, I mean, it, it, that the, the reason is we loaded up on so much stuff during that time. We have no more room to store stuff. But my, my point is like, you know, online auctions are cool, but there's only so many tabs I can open and follow and look at. And then yeah. I just start, it just starts getting blind. You know, this mm-hmm. around where we are, things are opening back up. And so we yeah. went to a couple of yard sales recently and I found all this great stuff. I found great stuff. at your It was sales. so much fun. I forgot how much fun it is to go to a junkie. You have no idea what's going right, to be there. A junkie. It could be anything. Yard sale where... And you're asking how much, and things are like a quarter. And I went like, to a yard sale yesterday. <laughs> this was so funny. I went to so I went to go do the recycling, and there's a church right next to the recycling center, um, and they have an annual uh, yard sale. And um, we've been to it many, many years. And I just happened to be driving by, and I was like, I cannot believe everything is a quarter. I the best so scavenger of the week, scavenger of the month was like three sets of 100% cotton, almost brand new king size sheets and white. white. Yep, white. Because we use those in our Airbnb rental for two huge bags worth, $5. I had no idea. Unbelievably how, cheap. I had no idea how expensive sheets are. Just being, you know, I was, I'm the kind of guy that is buying like the Amazon basics. Yeah, it is Amazon uh, basics. You know, cheap sheets and you're like oh it's a good deal but if you want for real yeah like thousand thread count sheets hotel style they're how much so i looked up this brand it's Wamsutta, right and um i looked up the brand on amazon for that size and that thread count it was 285 dollars for a set yeah what but you can tell it's it's you it's can serious, tell the difference yeah. but you know when you're running an airbnb and Every time you grab your linens, there's like a mark on them yeah. or like, oh, whatever. You're yeah. like, I'm not spending $300 on a set. Right. Yeah. So that was, I was like, you talk about a scavenger high. I was like, yes, yeah. right. I am the perfect person to buy these. I know. And, and so exciting. And so it's good. I'm really excited about the world opening back up and like yeah. getting back out and scavenging it's it is exciting it uh, is fun to find stuff you just never know what's out there yeah but since our our scavenger ebay helper is now he put in his two weeks so i think he is he's coming one or two more times yeah i feel like we're back at square one where we have death piles like a death room of stuff and so we had to find a new person like he he gave pictures. us two weeks and and i was like yeah. oh uh, my god <laughs> first of all i have to find someone yeah second of all i have person. to train them yeah i find the person i'll and train them you train no them. problem that's how it works i have my my yeah. feelers out in the community good um so i read this article this week that i really I vibed with. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> vibed with I it, vibed man. with it. Okay. Uh, so there is a uh, a convent near where uh, it's in Jamaica you Plain. Grew up. In yeah, Boston. I grew up in Jamaica Plain. Jamaica. It's a neighborhood of Boston, and I used to drive by that convent all the time. And other people probably 
saw this article, I, I, I feel like it vibed with, 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 with other people too. Yeah, sure. And so there's this young nun who was a, like a punk rock girl, you know, mm-hmm. she was into like the dead Kennedys, like, you know, yeah. And then suddenly I, I don't get it, but anyway, she had like a conversion and like, became, you know, found God and yeah, became like a nun, but she's still like a punk rock nun. Yeah. And her whole thing is, is about death. Yep. And so she's a part of this, like, what would you call a group of nuns? Like a nunnery. It's a convent. Convent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's like a flock of nuns. It is Uh, something, yeah. They're all into death, and they make little skulls. Yeah. So on like sweatshirts and t-shirts and little skulls that you can put on your desk. Okay. Because, because the whole thing is. Yeah. Explain what right. it is. Because, and, 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 and I'm all about this. I know I've talked about it on the podcast, but I think about it all the time. I think about my own death. And she's like, you have to remember you're going to die. Everybody dies. Your body rots. Every face becomes a skull. That's her thing. Because let's really get to the point here. Sure. You want to take advantage of the time you have. Exactly. That's the whole point. Right. It's not just like... Yeah. And and this is know. something she came up with. This is like if you're in the Catholic or Tibetan or yeah. Hindu, it's like memento mori. Remember your death or remember that you have to die. Right. And like, yeah, it's like... A meditation kind yes. of thing, like if, like as long as you remember that and don't get a huge big ego, like you're all powerful or whatever, right. like like it doesn't matter. And this moment right now is the most important. Yep. I love it. Why am I talking about this? Because for me, it's all about scavenging. You know, it's like yeah. that's why we live our life now. Yep. I love being able to go out, find things, sell them, get some coins in my hands. Yep. So I can pay people, so I can live on my house, yep. and then I have my time because this is it. You know, I love that. Well, it's doing like we always talk about. Every face becomes a skull, right? Doing it's yes, that's very true. Um, see, sometimes you're funny. Like you don't get to the point right away to like then. It's a train. You're it's like, a train know, of it's thought. Like, but it's like it's like tell me what you're telling me and then go into it. Not like. She's really into death. You're like, okay, is this a true crime podcast here? No. We're talking about this in relation to owning your time, being independent, doing what you want to do, um, and not waiting around until you're retired to think you're just going to play golf all day. And I feel like I I like because I'm a – Before you uh, die. I am a – it's romantic. I feel like scavengers are – It's philosophers. Yes. Not – not romance, but like but, yeah, no, romantic, I I know what you mean. A like, romantic mind, yes, and that's and, why I I know what it means, and I still laugh. Okay, <laughs> and I feel other scavengers. <laughs> my dream is other scavengers the same way. You know, that's why people choose a scavenger way of life is because yeah. you're like a part of society, but you're kind of a little bit on the outside, yeah. and you're. You know, you're digging through the stuff that people don't want and making value out of it. And you're just thinking about the world while you're doing it. Well, it's yeah, funny. I love it. So there's a couple of subreddits that I follow. Um, this is like what I do at three in the morning. I just like, I don't look through Instagram. I look through Reddit. I'm just like, what are people doing? Um, they're dumpster diving and they're zero waste and there's Ooh, frugal. Right. So, and those kind of all sort of intersect. 
Um, like you'll see people reposting on them. But uh, I love dumpster diving because I totally do that. I find stuff in our compost sometimes where I'm like, oh my god! Like there was some there was some like citrus being composted that we had just like right. whatever zested the thing and it started to get you know, almost rotten, like too ripe. And I was like, I'm so using these. And I'm like, that's such a dumpster dive where it's like, I know our business partners in our cafe. One of them plays a little game with our employees where he will, I now know this is what he's doing. <laughs> he tells our employees, watch this. Watch and this. he'll come you up to in. me and be like, Jay, do you want this thing? You know, like an old uh, a biscuit or like there's some coffee we ground that we can't, uh, use I'd normally just throw it away. I like absolutely. Like, I'll take it. Of course, I'll they all start it. laughing because, <laughs> because I'll well, take anything. Well, what's funny is at the end of the day, if there's leftover stuff that can't be used right. the next day, which is su- certainly some things, give it to me. I always say, you know, if someone's like, "Oh, do you want this thing?" I'm like, "Well, is it going to be sold tomorrow?" Then I don't want it. I right. want the stuff that's going to be thrown away. Right. And I think our our employees start to. It was really cute. Uh, we ha- we make lemonade. So if there's like half hand squeeze hand squeeze lemonade, lemonade. Um, so there was half a lemon left, and Phil was like, "I can't use this tomorrow. I can't just let it sit in the fridge." And I was like, "Oh, I'll take it." And he, he started saying, "Are you going to eat that right now?" He thought I was going to eat it like an apple, and I was like, "No, I'm going to like put it in my seltzer when right. I get home." But the cute thing was, the next day he was like, "I have another half a lemon," and one of our employees, who's like a teenager, was like, "I'll take it." Yeah. <laughs> so- yeah, you, I was like, yeah, it's, it's like okay. you put it on your salad tonight. It's okay you know? to be like it's a grown so adult good. and like stuff. So. Yeah, okay. I like yeah. getting stuff out of the trash. Yeah. So that was a good train. It is good, a good train <laughs> of thought. Sometimes stories, Ryan. Sometimes it's good to like lead with, with the headline. That's like the way to write news. I wrote news for a while. If you start with the headline, it's called the the, the pyramid style. And you start here with the headline, and then you, you break the story so down. So that's upside down pyramid. One way to start it. Another though is to allow it to blossom like a flower, and so I was allowing it to blossom. Like a flower. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's talk about eBay. Um, Stephen Schultz. We had asked him on the podcast, like we had given a question, and yeah. then he answered us. Our question was, "How do you on eBay make?" let eBay know this has to get shipped in multiple boxes. Right. And there's no way to do it. And Steven says, concerning shipping more than one box for an order, I seem to do it a little different every time, but if the two boxes combined is not over 70 pounds, I will measure out and enter the dimensions of the largest box and combine the weight of both. And it usually comes out in my favor by a couple bucks. Of course... I'm more central in the country, so that may be a factor. Mm-hmm. I've also done the extra handling route where if you just say, and it's $10 extra. Just, yeah, just know, to cover. Uh, I'll figure the rate to the furthest destination, and that has been my handling fee. You can always refund the buyer for any overcharge, but it's tougher to get them to pay more after the sale. Yep. So it's true. How do you feel about that? That sounds correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly have never had that problem because mm-hmm. we just don't sell things like that but he was the perfect person to ask because i know he ships uh stereo components where you're selling the whole thing and there's like four different parts right so yeah that's a good good answer um somebody sent in uh and we were talking on the forum about this the power selling program is ending 
Um, what? I don't even remember what power cell yeah. it was. So I said the same thing. I was like, I personally don't even know what the power program was. I think it's like, it's one of those old parts of eBay yeah. when eBay was all about like, it's like gamifying your power seller the and badges. you have like little stars and, you know, uh, and well, really rated seller sort of, well, power over, seller right? was a badge. So if right. we get a badge next to your username and really there's no other benefits. And I just feel like eBay is just weeding out the old junk. I mean, they, they should, they, I mean, the email they sent to us too. They were like, you, there's not going to be a power seller, but if you do these things, you can become a top rated seller. Yeah. Like this is the right. new program yeah. as it has been for the last 15 years yeah. or something. <laughs> like, so, um, I feel like there's, and it's good. It's good. I like that eBay's modernizing or whatever. I think that there's whoever is behind eBay right now, they're kind of going through and like clearing out gardening, gardening, weeding. Some you know, and like getting rid of things and combining things and yeah. You know, I mean, things. maybe honestly, maybe that's why some stuff in the back end was, you know, sales were crazy slow yeah. the last three weeks, and we're like, I wonder if it's because they're like stripping stuff down on the back end, and they're like clearing stuff out. Yeah, it could be. And then another change is uh, there's going to be no more adult item category. So, you know, that's where if you search for something and they'll be like, it'll, the item is like covered up and it, you have to you click have to on it and say, say I'm 18 years 18, old. Uh, and then it's like a nude lady or a nude man. You yeah. Know? I mean, uh, they're not going to so, have that So anymore. you can't sell like old like Playboy magazines or something. People, the way they wrote, so if you just Google it and we could, and it's in the, uh, it's forum to eBay's like announcement. It's very hazy to understand like so can i just put playboys up i mean what's in the, the magazine yeah. like periodical collectibles yeah. i don't know uh, that's weird i don't know yeah. i heard some people talking about it but i wasn't yeah. sure like what the solution was. i mean i you know F, i mean for us we're like i don't really care I, well that's just i don't yeah. think it's you know it's it's not a category that we're really deep into uh but I know there are some people that like they specialize in like well, that's a, a, a vintage kitsch yeah. nudes. And, yeah, you know. Well, yeah, uh, exactly. That uh, I mean, I'm just thinking of the people who do right. specialize in those categories. Right. Those people are like, what? Those like, people are like, my business is over. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand where they're supposed to sell that stuff. Yeah, or if just like, does it matter? I mean, I don't know. Like, does does eBay like can it you not have like a nude person on the like, that seems very old-fashioned, too. No, but, no? like, it's not just, like, oh, kitschy vintage pinups. It's, like, other stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. you're being naive here okay. as to what people sell on eBay. Because <laughs> I'll stumble. I'll, like, do searches, and you stumble on some of those things, yeah. and you're like, whoa, what? Why is eBay just showing <laughs> okay. this to me out in the open? Okay. Um, I don't yeah. think it sh- shouldn't be on the site, but I think yeah. it should be, like... It seems to have yeah. supposed to be behind like a little click wall. Yeah, but I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't know. We'll full. I guess out. someone. If someone, anybody knows, yeah, if someone specializes in that stuff. And then the other thing is, someone was mentioning about the unpaid item assistant. Simon actually uh, mm-hmm. brought this up. I don't know if 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 you have noticed this or not, but. It's not automatically re 
putting out. Oh, items. relisted, relisted. Yeah. Um, the weird thing with eBay is, in my experience, for years, it would sometimes relist things, and sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes it would give you a checkbox. Hey, do you want to relist this thing? And you're like, uh, yeah. Right. And then when it didn't give you the checkbox, you were like, is it not going to do that? So, if, so, like, so if we make, if someone makes an offer, we accept the offer. They don't pay. They don't pay. Uh, normally, in the old days, it, you just had to automatic. I mean, it, you had to manually end it and right. put it back up. Right. And then eBay started this thing where it, you could turn on this unpaid item thing, and after right. what three four days, days, four days, four days, it would automatically end it, and it was supposed to put it back up. I, so yeah, I think so. So it's not doing that now, and so the danger is yeah. if you don't stay on top of that. Yeah. This is how people start having stranded inventory yeah. where they go through and they're like, why aren't these things yeah. in my store? Well, because you they ended and they didn't get put back. Right. Up. So I try to when I which is rare. I mean, we don't have unpaid item cases, maybe one a week, if that. Uh, so I just have to yeah keep on top of it where when that when the unpaid item case ends, you know, you get that email. You just what I do is I keep it as unread. It's basically a to-do list. Keep it as unread. And then when I have a chance, I'm like, okay, relist it. And yeah. then I can delete that email. Well, I will say yeah. you okay. are very good at that because when we did our inventory a year ago, yeah. we found very few items that were stranded. So And and the ones that were stranded, the I found a half of a bin of something. This is one example that had never been listed because mm. I think what happened was we took photos of it. And instead of it getting into getting the, into the listing, pile, yeah. it went into inventory mm. right away, and yeah, that was a different you yeah. know circumstance. And, and this always makes me feel okay if it's like our error. I mean, it's not great, but then at least we can blame us. I I always just get afraid when people say eBay just automatically well, just they, ended they, all these things, yeah. just yeah, out from under my how. nose, you know. Yeah. Uh, Okay, let's do our numbers. Okay, numbers. How was this week? Was Had it better? I think it was better. Yeah. There, there are a couple large slash expensive items that we sold. Yeah, uh, the trend is upward. So we sold 32 items. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. So seven days, so yeah. five, six items a day. Yeah, which Not is good. Not okay. bad. Gross sales, including fees and shipping and taxes, $1,359. Okay. So Not we bad. made about $1,000. Net sales, $9,069. $9,000. $969. So we're getting close to the thousand we 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 need to make, like to make. Some of those items, um, I sold two rugs this week. So those were heavy, bulky, right. expensive shipping. As you can yep. see, it was almost $400 in shipping. Yeah. Um, so, but those were expensive. One of the rugs was... God, we've had that rug for so I could not sell it to save my life. And it's such a cute rug. It's wool. It was a West Elm. It was a West Elm rug. Yeah, it, it had great colors. Someone. It was yeah. shippable. Like the size was like I could actually ship it. Um, I sold that for $150. It was just one of those weird things we know. have where I'm like, this is going to sell quick and it takes forever. And it takes like a, two yeah. years. To Finally sell. sold. $150. I sold great deal. I mean, to that person. I really, they got a good deal. I really hope they don't return yeah. it. Uh, uh, another rug was like a f smaller flat weave that I could like fold in half and 
I was going to Colorado, so that was inexpensive. We sold a vintage political poster, like an LBJ poster, for only $100. It was only oh, $100. Oh, my God. It's breaking my heart. It was but. actually smaller than I thought. Remember mm. that we had this really big poster of right. uh, like someone, the governor of Florida in the 60s or something. But then right. this LBJ one was about mm. you know, 18 by yeah. You know, 12 but cool though, like like the oh real God. deal. It was like, like just like yeah. amazing piece of history. It was sold for a hundred dollars to someone in London. I think we had it up for two hundred. I think I had it up for it was two ninety nine on sale for like two forty. <laughs> but is that kind and of someone's week? like a hundred? I was yeah. like, yes, that kind of. Week. I will take a hundred dollars. But we, we also have just been selling again. We consistently are selling a lot of clothes, like clothes, hats. Shoes, so pants. I mean, just, that's just like we'll go forever without selling clothes, and then it's like all these travel T-shirts. Right. It is a summer. I sold an Alaskan Denali National Park, and I was like, "Why would someone buy this?" Someone in Australia. Mm, so yeah. they're like, "Oh, cool American." But again, that to me reinforces why I love selling all kinds of everything because yes. sometimes clothes don't sell at all. It's you're like, "Why are we even selling clothes?" But then. They're there, yeah. ready to be bought, and then in this period, it's getting us through this period, you know, yeah. where we're selling a lot of uh, clothes. Yeah. You know, scavenger of the week, we talked about it. We both were scavenging separately. Yes. It was just yard sales that each of us would see as we're driving around. Right. And I'm so proud of you. I stopped For at the stopping yard sale. on your own without... I- Without telling me or without me having to tell you, you're like you to do it, and it was fun, right? And it was fun, and I actually saw a couple of people that I knew, and um, just those prices for stuff. You're like, it doesn't even matter what you're buying. The the the, uh, when I went to it was donation only, which I always hate because I'm like, well, well, how much should I give you? I always overpay, so I I mean, it was so I mean. I was like, how much is she? And she's like, donation. Like, give me a couple bucks. I mean, like, I gave her like $10 because yeah. I felt so bad. Like, this is worth yeah, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, I spent I spent $10 also. I got those all those sheets and then a huge box full of, like, all this vintage stuff. Right. Um, it's exciting. So I was like, 10 bucks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I already talked about things we learned in the forum, all those, like, eBay announcements that people had, yeah. had, had talked about. Um, okay, let's go to the questions or comments that people sent in this week. Okay, you can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file from your phone. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Dearest scavengers, I kind of feel like eBay is hiding that open and unpaid item case button. You know, I was uh, previously when I wanted to open a case i could find the button in the drop down box under the awaiting payment words in my seller hub and now it seems like they uh got rid of that little button and now they're making me have to go to the cases page and then i have to use the resolve a problem box this has always been an option but i never had to use it before and also how do you feel about that uh on the when you buy a label a shipping label and then you you uh they have a little show more button now over on the right-hand side. Kind of feels like a conspiracy. You know, you go, you show up to buy a label, and they have the, the first option checked. For me, it's usually a priority option. And then over on the right-hand side, you have to click a little button, 
that says show more if you want to see what option your uh, buyer really chose you know usually it's the economy option but anyways they're making they're hiding that so you know you don't have to look if you want to just assume that you know what they what they paid but now I'm stuck clicking that little box or that you know, button it's a button all the time and also today eBay started wasting my time again they're hitting all my shoes and they're making me add they're, they're going at required and recommended item specifics they're hitting my shoes making me add the sizes back in and then in the top it shows the US and the UK and the EU and then I just scroll down click another button to show more and then I have to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page and find the sizes I already had entered and I got to remember those and scroll back to the top of the page and add them back in there so I just wanted to thank eBay for wasting my time again all right later so I'll start with the first thing and that is this the his final thing uh about the shoe sizes yeah yes. people were complaining about the shoe sizes i believe that ebay announced that they were doing some stuff and that happened and that they were going to get everything back the way it was sometimes when ebay stuff does stuff like that i feel like the best thing to do is not to do anything is to wait and see if they fix their error i think someone said like you said that Rather than going right away. I just, I would not want to go into all right. my... Yeah. So did, did you understand the first part? So the first part... Uh, item assistance. Open or? open case, find the button, then drop down box, awaiting payment. Uh, I, d- I don't know because I never open an unpaid item case because I have the assistant turned on. Um, but I do, I have noticed that eBay is moving things around. The one that I noticed that's kind of similar is when you have a bunch of stuff to ship, but someone had requested, this happened to me this week, someone requested a cancellation. It's nowhere. You have to like go to cancellations and you're like, I, why would I even look at that? And I mean, they send you an email. So you're like knowing there's a cancellation, but I would always think that it would be on the, sh- I guess, shipping page or all payments page. But they kind of hide it. It might be on the all payments page, but yeah. I never looked that, at that. That that is one thing weird. that is tough with eBay and with any site is when someone starts doing a redesign and they start to move yeah. things because you know I'm in a flow. Like I have yeah. a certain pages I go to. I'm looking at specific info. Right. I know where everything is. I have everything linked, and then they start changing things and it doesn't seem to change it for the better. It's just changing it to change it, and that's. That is problematic. Well, the other, so a similar thing is, is how when you're on the shipping label page, you know, they have all the info, you know, you can put your dimensions in your size and like priority UPS, FedEx, whatever. But they, like you said, they are hiding how much the buyer paid for shipping. Hmm. There is like a show more click down like arrow. Why don't they just show it? Yeah. Like, there's enough room on the page to show that my buyer paid $750 for shipping. Right. Why? (laughs) Because I want to know, am I overpaying? Am I paying $950 for this to ship? Do I need to change how I'm doing things? Yeah, do I need to put this in a poly mailer and put it on, you know, pirate ship because I got to fit it in a certain size? Right. 
why don't they just show that? I agree. I'm like, I don't really, like, I click on it because I'm like, am I making sure that this is, why should I have to click on it? Hmm. Yeah, it's kooky. I'm like, why would they do that? It just seems, I, I think, so the shipping label page is new. The packing, uh, shipping, and like pick, pick list thing is new. I think a lot of us actually got interviewed by the designers who were doing it. Um, I was on a Zoom call with them um, a couple months ago. So then they implemented it. And there's certain things like that show more that you're like, oh my God, you guys. I feel like hopefully in the next six months, they'll hear from enough people that are like, just show us the price. Right. You know? And they're like, oh, okay. Real quick, one thing I, this is not about the calls, yeah. something I forgot to talk about, and yeah. that is uh, uh, problems with buyers, customer issues. Yeah. And it's totally okay. It's legal. It's like it, it can happen. It just stinks. We had three items get bought that were worth $160, like by different people, and they were all canceled. And, they were canceled, not not tough, returned. Right? They like okay. So I sold. So yeah. Side note: It's tough on a week. Well, like what sucks week, also you know? is I have this set of super nineteen eighties, early nineties, um, like China. It's like Mikasa, you know, Studio Noba, um, and I loved it. Everyone laughed at me at the auction when I bought it. Seriously, people were laughing. So they thought it was so ugly, and I was like, oh no, I'm totally buying this. Someone bought a set of three like soup slash salad bowls um, for like thirty six bucks, and I was like, "Yes, finally, Thank someone God, wants yeah. this pattern." Immediately, they asked to cancel it, and under the cancellation, I saw that they were like shipping address issue. So I messaged them, and I was like, "Oh, let me know if what how can I fix this?" They never wrote back. Never wrote back. I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to cancel it because." I just want to relist it. So I canceled it. And then she writes me and she's like, yeah, I need it sent to this other address, but it's in California. So it's going to be more expensive. So again, this is one of those things where you're like, oh, I is she going to buy it? Well, I don't know. Oh, so okay. I was like, well, you need to put that address in so right. that, I, so that the shipping price will be correct for California. Right. And I can just make a label for them with the correct address. But now you have to rebuy it. Right. No answer. It just, it's kooky. Uh, I hate it when people cancel stuff. Yeah. I try to write to all cancellations and say, is this a mistake? Are or you do- sure you Yeah, no, because there yeah, have, I listen know. to me, there have been times when people are like, oh, I just wanted to make sure that I could combine it with the other thing I bought. And I'm right. like, oh, why didn't they just write to me? And they're like canceling it. Yeah, or eBay doesn't so allow people to, I won't say buy it, to, to change anything. Yeah, yeah right, to change the shipping. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Hey, Jane, Ryan, this is Tom in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I was just giving you guys a quick call because I noticed there's been a lot of uh, questions lately about people's information and all that. And I hate to be the dead horse, but... Um, this is just another case where file exchange comes to the rescue. If anybody's having a hard time finding their customer's information, just download your sales, um, to a spreadsheet from file exchange and you'll have right there at hand, uh, you know, your buyer's user ID, their full name, their address, their phone number, their buyer's email, uh, you know, their original email address. Not the secret eBay coded email address, but their actual email address. And then you'll have, like, a, they have a separate shipping address. You'd have that address. I mean, basically everything for every sale. You know, you can just download it and you'll have it right there. So, uh, anyway, I just thought I'd mention it. Appreciate all you do. You guys have a great week.
Thank you. Bye. So that was a little hard to hear in the beginning, but what he says is use file exchange to download all your orders. And I guess if you do that every week, you'll have a, a record, like an archive record of the email, even if it's that, mm. and you know, in quotes, anonymized member at right. ebay.com. It's kind of like Craigslist where they anonymize it. But my, I guess my question is, so say if in 30 days someone writes to you and they're like, oh, uh, I never got this. I think it's getting returned. I'll pay to reship it. You know, the whole situation that I had. If I email them with that blah, blah, blah at members.ebay.com, will that email still work? Or will it just like right. not go into the ether? So, yeah, it's like... Because uh, I think I tried Christmas, that. Yeah. It's like... Uh, it expires. Also, do so do do you know how to operate file exchange? No, I have no idea how to okay. do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, people rave about it because it's... This is... So when you do a book edit of eBay where you're like, edit 500 things, all it is is a user um, like a, a a user interface to to on edit spreadsheets. Right. It's a database. Right. It's a spreadsheet on the back end. That's right. all it is. And so eBay is allowing you to download that raw data, right. which I probably should do anyway. Right. Just and to have and it. plus, I think it's really to me. It seems like it's probably good for people that sell a lot of the same thing. Yeah. So you know they have SKUs yeah. or you know, and they can. Quantities, it, change yeah. the quantity, change yeah. everything, and then right if they right exactly. So, but for us, I'm like, I sell that, I never see it again. You know, hopefully, there was something else that eBay had that seemed like that that eBay stopped supporting. Oh, it was, um, yeah. So it was what was the uh, I, I forget what it was called because it was uh, it was the PC version mm. of like doing file exchange, uh, but it okay. had a user. Gotcha. Uh, but it was only for PC. It wasn't uh, for Mac. Remember, yep. we, we were like, oh, yeah, we totally want to use that. But yep. I have to get like a, you know, Windows operating system on my Mac just right. to do it. It's so annoying. But then we used Inkfrog to do all our backups. Yep. So Thanks, um, Inkfrog. Yeah, Inkfrog is actually yep. really, really helpful. I will say someone, um, our buddy in West Virginia, he... Uh, Retro Trevor's Retro Trevor's WV. He just he's getting around to his taxes just now. You're a little late. Uh, hey, he says if you file that, an extension. Yeah, it's fine. He said he uses GoDaddy bookkeeping right. still, but he says this will probably be his last year. We yeah. also use GoDaddy bookkeeping. It was it was a good a system for a, long for a while. Time. It was called Outright when it first started, and then GoDaddy bought Go, it. GoDaddy bought it, which I think a lot of us saw like, oh, that's like not, why that's not going to be a good thing. And we stopped using GoDaddy bookkeeping two or three years a ago, years ago yeah. because it stopped syncing to a lot of important uh, accounts we have, and we would try and communicate with them, and it just seemed very clear. Well, they just didn't care. They were not going to improve or check or do anything. Yeah. And anyway. Uh, he says that when he did his taxes, it's just a big mess, and you know he didn't get any help either. And so it's un- I don't know why GoDaddy bookkeeping would buy a product and then not support it. Either they figured out they don't make a lot of money on it, or they I just don't know why they or like, it was in acquire a hire where you buy a company just to you know get for the people inside of the business. They must have because because it's so you're like, why would GoDaddy do bookkeeping? It's just so dumb. So not just to complain here, so we have moved over to Wave. Wave. 
Which is uh, also free. So, well, I'm sorry. It's free. Yeah. So if you Google it, it's, I guess it's like Wave Accounting or yeah, something. Wave. There are parts of it that it, you can pay for, but if you're just doing is like this bookkeeping. It's free. It's free. It's, but yeah. one of my, so last month, one of my accounts stopped syncing and it keeps giving me an error. It's our main checking account. Still now? Yeah. Oh, no. So I'm kind of like, oh, no. should I just move to... What? QuickBooks. QuickBooks. I guess I'm so cheap that I'm like I don't want to have to pay because yeah. honestly, just like I was saying with eBay, I'm just doing a spreadsheet. I'm right. just teaching it to know every time I buy right. at this place, it's merchandise, you well, know, or whatever. I know we or haven't cause. really dove into it. There's that spreadsheet that you can buy. Um, oh, it's an eBay. It's like it easy eBay? accounting or something. I forgot what oh, it's called, really? but. Um, it's PC based because it's Excel, but I wonder if you. I remember I emailed the the guy or the person that uh, makes it, and I said, "Well, this can I import this to Google Sheets?" Oh, yeah. And they were like, "Oh no, try it." And I did never do it. It's it's fifty dollars, and I feel like it sinks. It like the the advantage of doing online accounting is that the software is supposed to learn what your stuff is. Right. So if you eat at a restaurant, you're like, that's meals and entertainment. Right. And it's, shell, like yeah, shell gasoline. That's the, yeah. Right. Like it doesn't always do that. Or like when you get an Airbnb payment, that's rental income, you right. know, like stuff like that. But I'm like, should I just do it by hand in a spreadsheet? Mm. I mean, at this point it's, Good. you know, you're yeah. like, I know all my categories and at the end of the year, I just make a spreadsheet for my accountant anyway. It's not like they, you know, they're doing it for me. But yeah, I guess it's just nice to have a system that's automatically importing yeah, all of your accounts, accounts. And then yeah. you're just having to go through and teach that's it true. rather than every month. You'd have to, I guess, but be I'm importing saying CSVs. Thing. And so yeah. now I have to manually put a CSV in. Anyway, yeah. But I don't know. It is very strange to me that eBay and Amazon, like, I don't know what people, I feel like everyone has some hodgepodge way of doing it and everyone has their own special spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we we talked about it too long. Accounting. Is that the last? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. uh, Just quick coffee talk. So we are, as you can probably hear. We're in the roaster building. our commercial fridge in the corner. (laughs) Buzzing. That is uh, making noise. Uh, We are in our roaster building. Right a block away from our cafe on a Sunday, a rainy Sunday, because we've had the best day we ever had in the cafe. And we were here, and there, our partners are texting us, I need more milk. I need, I need more, more pastries. Things. I need you milk. Run up here, quick. So, like, uh, they don't have a single second to right. come down here and get stuff. And uh, so. and so it's good. It, Which that, is great. That is a weekend thing for around here. It's definitely yeah. quieter during the week, but it's really a good feeling. Uh, I took some pictures. You can Ooh. maybe you can post one of these pictures. Post the picture. um, yeah, and so it's good. Uh, and then after they close at three, I'm going to uh, we me are going to go and help them clean. Yep. Just to help. Them I restock out. the coffee. We yep. we've been selling a lot of coffee bags. Yeah. So if you cannot come mm. to our cafe, you can still support us by buying coffee on BroadPorchCoffee.com. Yep. I'm roasting tomorrow. Get your orders in. Yep. So I can ship them to you and ASAP. Then, and Ryan will roast. I 
I have my packing corner over here. It is the most organized part it's of the whole so building. People walk. I, this is not a joke. <laughs> this is not a joke. We'll take a picture of that. We had some people come in. We buy pastries from a bakery a town over, and they they wanted that they buy our coffee and they sell in their. So bakery. they came in to visit, and they came to visit. And one of the bakers looked at my area. Yes, and she took a picture. <laughs> Because it is so beautiful and organized. It does. It looks very So if you buy coffee, Ryan will roast it and I will be bagging it. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's a wonderful... We are very... Look, I am on the way to organizing my shipping table because... It looks good. I I think you're doing a good job. I think I did a good job last week and... And it's looking pretty, pretty sweet. I think you do a good job. Okay. Okay. RobPorchCoffee.com. This podcast is in three, Three, two, two, one. Bye.